From the offices of Courtney Dehoff, a.k.a. her apartment in Dallas, the cowgirl-turned-television host brings you the Cowgirl Problems Podcast. This podcast is where country and city living collide. Cowgirl Problems is dedicated to anyone who is trying to figure out what the heck they're doing with their life. It's for the cowgirls, cowboys, entertainers, and everyday hustlers sorting through all of life's problems. Buckle up. Here goes nothing. Welcome to another episode of the Cowgirl Problems podcast. First and foremost, thanks to each and every one of you who has been listening to the podcast and all of your messages of praise on Instagram and Facebook. And please keep all of the good feedback coming, even the not so good too. I I work in television and trust me when I say there is nothing you can say to me that I have not already heard. (laughs) Uh, This is not a challenge, just reassurance that I can handle constructive criticism, which I always welcome with open arms. So one of the suggestions that I received actually from one of my upcoming podcast guests who I am so excited about actually was to continue incorporating some of my solo podcast in there. So the podcast where I just sort of pump y'all full of some inspiration and laughs and just share some of my biggest cowgirl problems. Well, the good news is I took her advice. Uh, it's just me today, but don't worry, I'm never at a loss for words. And I'm, I'm super passionate about what I'm going to talk about today. After last week's podcast with Tucker Stewart, a ranch kid who chose to leave his family ranch in order to pursue a career in law, I received a few messages that sort of made me stop and marinate, if you will. Stop and think about the pressures that we often feel in life to kind of follow a path that's sort of already been laid out. The pressure to follow a path that sort of makes sense, if you will. And Tucker was a great example, is a great example of that. He comes from a very prominent ranching family in Kansas that runs generations deep. It kind of made sense for Tucker to go back to the ranch after college and join his brothers and his father in running their operation, but he didn't. And it would have made sense for me to pursue a career in the agriculture industry. It would have made sense for me to pursue a path that at least one member of my family was slightly familiar with. I had a lot of really nice little paths for my life and my career laid out for me. And instead, I decided to follow my passions, which ultimately led me down like a whole different kind of road, which took me through the brush. And I'm talking like thorn patches, poison ivy, sandburrs, you name it. My path had like a lot of weeds that you can't kill. (laughs) And you know what? I don't regret one single minute walking down that weedy, prickly path that I chose. And as Tucker said in the podcast, there are moments... Of course, when I wish I was also involved in the day-to-day operations of my family ranch and, you know, choosing to muster up the courage and sort of blaze my own trail, much like Tucker, is the most rewarding thing that I've ever done. There's a famous quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson that says, don't go where the path may lead. Instead, go where there is no path and leave a trail. Now, no offense to the famed Harvard-educated philosopher and poet, But I'd tweak that quote a little to say, it's okay to go where the path may not lead. It's okay to choose not to follow in your mother or father or grandparents or friends' footsteps. It is okay, you guys. I think a lot of times we feel pressure, whether it's put on us by other people or self-provoked pressure or both, to sort of do the expected. 
I mean, hell, think about it. They make entire movies about this. Think how many times you've watched a movie where the plot line revolves around someone who really wants to pursue their dreams of acting or becoming a doctor or an artist, and yet they sort of end up following the path that was expected by their family, which ultimately leads to unhappiness, which ultimately is what the whole movie's about. Screw that. Life is too damn short. Let me say this again. Life is too damn short. Now, let me preface what I'm about to say by first saying this. My parents would have supported me if I had said, my passion is to become the first woman to walk on Mars. Now, they might have approached this dream with apprehension, much like Tucker described how his parents approached his dream of wanting to pursue a law degree. But again, my parents would have supported me. Now that I've said all that, I will say this. I have had family members look at the path that I've chosen and say things like, when are you going to get a real job? Or just simply the age old, so when are you going to get a job? And honestly, I'd be lying if I said that didn't hurt. I would be lying if I pretended that one quick comment like that from a well-intentioned family member or friend didn't hurt like hell. But I would also be lying to myself and my very soul if I pretended for one second that this was not the path I was meant to be on. When it comes to choosing the road less traveled, do not let other people project their fears onto you. This is worth repeating. Do not let other people project their fears onto you. And remember, you're never going to be criticized by someone who's doing more than you. You will only be criticized by people doing less. So maybe your passion and your path is different. Maybe you're choosing to not go into the family business of dentistry. Maybe your dreams to become a cop. Maybe you want to pursue something outside of your fifth generation ranch. Maybe you went to college to be an accountant, but really you've always dreamed of being a dancer. Maybe you're a farm kid from small town Tonganoxie, Kansas, and your dream is to be on TV and tell really great stories that make people feel something. Okay, fitting in is like the opposite of belonging because you know what? Belonging doesn't require you to change who you are. Belonging only requires you to be who you are. So no matter what your dream is, belong on that path that's calling to you. And if you're having doubts about following your dream or your passion and knocking those thorns back and you're blazing sort of your own crooked, winding, imperfect path and you're frustrated, think about this. How many unhappy people do you know? How many people do you know personally or have you encountered in life who are just like perpetually unhappy? They hate their job. They don't make enough money. Their house sucks. Their dog's stupid. They hate their job. They're always tired. They can never catch up. We all know them. Now imagine if you follow a path that isn't yours, that was actually created for you by someone who doesn't actually know what's in your heart. Imagine how unhappy you're going to be. Do you want to be like those people, the ones that we all know? Now, for those of you listening who grew up in agriculture, I think we have the added pressure of carrying on generations of hard, proud work. We are a very proud culture. And I know, trust me, I know how scary it can be to walk away from that. I know how devastating it can be to learn you weren't there when your favorite horse died. 
I know how soul crushing it is to know that your whole ranching family is back home in Kansas celebrating the holidays without you because your chosen profession doesn't take days off. Like, trust me, I get it. But don't for one second let yourself think that just because you left that lifestyle behind means that you are any less important to that lifestyle and that culture. Don't let yourself think that you don't have a huge and monumental role in agriculture just because you live in a big city working a job that doesn't have any connections to your ranching background. I would argue we need just as many people who have left and stepped into new ways of life and new cultures and new careers out there advocating for agriculture as we do those who are working on the farms and ranches. Agriculture needs all of you courageous badasses out there who are advocating in unconventional ways. Courage requires vulnerability. And in my opinion, the agriculture industry needs to be a whole lot more vulnerable. We need to be willing to tell our stories and open up to new audiences. We need to muster up the courage to sit at tables with people who have wildly different views than us. Advocating to each other, like to other members of the agriculture community, gets us nowhere. It's like a hamster wheel. We have to be vulnerable enough to step outside of the agriculture community and advocate to new audiences. And who better to be those advocates than the kids who grew up in farms and ranches? The people who have always had a love for ag, but maybe have just simply left to, to join something else, a new job, a new career, a new culture that they really love. They've chosen to pursue new passions that took them down those non-traditional paths. And in my mind, you are invaluable to agriculture. So I would just encourage each and every one of you listening, man, follow your path. Bulldoze one just completely down if you need to, because if we're being honest with ourselves, there is nothing more satisfying in life than saying F you to fear, which 99.9% .9 of the time is what keeps us from following our hearts and just doing what we know we want to do. Nike said it best, just do it. And here's the thing, you're going to fail <laughs> probably multiple times. I've been unemployed four times. I've had contracts and not re-signed. I've had agents refuse to represent me for years. I've been told I was too fat, the wrong color, the wrong gender, too perky, too common, too whatever. You know what? So what? Those were just the thorns in my path. And those failures in my television career ultimately led me to becoming a huge and passionate advocate for agriculture. And now I'm sort of figuring out how to combine my love of agriculture and my love for the entertainment industry, the television industry. The two things that I love most dearly are now what I do each and every day when I wake up. And I never would have gotten to this point though if it hadn't been for those continuous failures that were along that new path I was blazing. I never would have gotten to this point if it hadn't been for other people continually projecting their fears onto me. I wouldn't have gotten to this point if it hadn't been for that constant little pit in the back of my stomach that I was somehow turning my back on the ag community that I love so much. All of those things that I encountered on my path so far brought me to this point. It's not going to be a smooth and pretty path with flowers. It's going to be a thorny, bushy, weedy sucker. So for those of you listening, just look at your path. If you need to make a detour and launch a podcast, man... Make that detour. If you need to pump the brakes and quit your job, quit your job. 
If you need to do a 360 and reverse and actually go in the opposite direction and go back down the path you just came from in sight in search of a new path, do it and do it with vigor. It's going to be scary. Oh, it's going to be scary as hell to walk away from the path you're on. Trust me. I know. <laughs> but it's going to be worth it. It's going to be scary though. You're going to wake up in the middle of the night thinking, what the heck have I done? I should have never listened to that stupid girl's podcast. She got me all fired up and now my life is crumbling. Trust me, it's worth it. One of the things that I do, and I don't even know when I started doing this, but I have a list of quotes that I keep in my phone, just in my notes. And I add to it whenever I feel the need to add to it. And I pop it open and look at it. Anytime I'm needing some inspiration or motivation, whatever it may be. If you don't already do this, I'd recommend starting a list to add to it as you go. But I have a really great quote I want to share. So when I think about happiness, I think it all starts with the path that we choose. And I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite quotes. When we seek money or good relationships or a great job, what we are really seeking is happiness. The mistake we make is not going for happiness first. If we did, everything else would follow. So I challenge you today, go out there, find your happiness. Deep down inside, you know where and what it is. It's in all of us. Go for it. Because at the end of the day, you have nothing to lose but a life of unhappiness. Thanks for listening to the Cowgirl Problems Podcast. We've got a lot of amazing guests coming up. So keep listening. You're definitely going to want to listen to my next interview. Thanks, guys.